Welcome back to the Real Estate Talk Show with Colin and Justin. So go ahead, boys. Tell us, why do people fail when they're doing a reno or investment flip? Um, you know, I think sometimes, obviously, it says what you're talking about, that they've made the wrong decision from the get-go. And then they try and do something that doesn't appeal to the market. You know, and it's kind of like you're a family of four. You're not going to buy a two-seater sports car, you know, and stick the kids in the boot. It's not going to happen. You know, so you've got to be aware of the limitations of each property. You know, obviously proximity to like a, a major city makes a big difference. You know, do people want to drive for three hours? Do they want to drive for three and a half hours? You know, so keep an eye on that, you know, obviously, and whether it is kind of genuinely four season. And um, I think once you've got your cabin as well, you know, there's no point in doing what everyone else is doing mm. because then you're not going to stand out. Right. You know, I'm sure it's not about spending an absolute fortune. You know, you're not going to put in a marble lined swimming pool and spend a million dollars and expect to get that money back because right. that ain't going to happen. So right. be aware of the ceiling you know, the top price that you can get in your area. Um, but then spend your money wisely. Our big obsession um, with cottaging is connection, connection to the great outdoors. And uh, we had a log cabin in Muskoka, which was great and really cozy in the winter. Um, and we actually blew out a whole wall and put doors in because we wanted to be connected. We wanted to see the view. We didn't want to sit away in the dark. And here in the Slanty Shanty in Halliburton, we've taken, you know, the tiny little windows that are in every cottage. It's always two panes and one slides <laughs> over the other. You've seen a million of them. Um, yeah. And it's a disappointment. You're like looking through a letterbox. Hi, I'm trying to see the trees. Absolutely. Uh, we've taken two really small bedrooms and we've blown out the entire back wall of each room. We've glazed them so that they then, and we've put a little deck outside each of them so there's a table and chairs. So when guests come, these tiny little rooms that are actually quite snotty little rooms suddenly feel like sweets because you, you brought can see the outside you have, in. You've got a dedicated sitting area. The glass is unbelievable. The light. It means our guests can wake up when the sun comes up and it's all about connection, you know. And so, that's really important. You know, if you can do special little things that I think still um, still tie into very much traditional cottaging, but do something with a bit of a 21st century twist, then you're going to make a difference. You know what? We always say that the, one of the only things that limits you in the world of cottaging or any home really is an, a, an inability to really plot and plan everything you want. I know so many tales of so many people that have renovated, renovated so many homes have gone wrong because they haven't understood the market, they haven't dealt with a good realtor, they haven't gone back for a second or a third look before making a crazy first offer, right. they haven't appraised the road conditions, they haven't appraised all the things that might potentially appeal or not appeal to subsequent markets. And you've really got to slow, I would always say, slow down. You Stop, know, look, listen. Slow the truck. Stop, look and listen. Stop, look and listen. Yes, yeah. yeah. slow right down and really understand what you want. Maybe, maybe you are thinking of speculating short term. Then you just have to know what other buyers are looking for at that time, and that could change. You know, stuff changes with the addition of a new road, the closure of an old road. Yeah. That so many, so many things to consider. Mm. Yeah, and I think you know what, work your realtor as well. You know, look at everything. You know, if you think, oh my goodness, we're really taking up their time because we've looked at five properties today, look at 55, you know, until you find it. It's almost like speed dating, you know. And the thing is, if you get there and you don't like it, then don't waste anyone's time. You know, don't feel that you've got to be polite and walk around and um and ah and go, well, maybe, blah. Just be honest. Yeah, it's know, a big investment. On. You want to buy it right, yes. buy it at the right price. You want to, again, stop, look and listen, make sure it's the right one. Do your comparison, do your pros and cons. But then once you say this is it, I think it's great because you both said it. 
you have to devise a plan. And ideally, you're going to have little hidden treasures and little surprises. So you got to prepare for that. But you try and stick to that plan as best as possible. You got to think with your brain. It's a business as opposed to a lifestyle choice that you're doing for your personal enjoyment. There are two different heads, two different minds, two different strategies, right? And, yeah, and you've also got to be prepared to to have a good contingency of anywhere yeah. between 15 and as much as 25%, which sounds like a huge extra percentage. But cottages have a higher cost to refurbish generally, if right. you do it properly, than city, city homes because the resources are less yeah. perhaps in cottage area. Um, it's really hard. You try getting a plumber to come at short notice in the city, it's bad enough. In cottage country, it's almost impossible. It is. So and even all- with island property too. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of island builds going on and that's something that people are, they're wanting. Um, it's becoming, there's, they've always been around, but now there's people that want to have that space that people just can't come and visit unless they get out in a boat or unless they snowmobile too. So that's the same thing. As soon as you go to an island, I mean, your costs, you know, 40%, 50% more. Another yeah. thing you've got to think about there with island properties, it's really important. Okay, so in the in the winter when the ice is solid, really solid, you can get across the ice to your cabin, okay? Mm-hmm. In the summer when there's no ice, you can swim across or boat across. What happens for that period of a month or maybe six weeks when the water is too hard because there's a bit of ice to get a boat through, but not solid enough to walk upon? So yeah, that's, real... when you go, that's when you go to Florida. Yeah, yeah that's when you go south. <laughs> but there are so many things that you've got to consider because we looked at a few island houses, island cottages, and we were completely smitten by one in particular. And it was so close to the land. It was only about, I don't know, a, a three-minute boat, two-minute boat journey. Yeah. But... That's fine when the water is water. It's fine when the water is solid ice, but when it's slush and you can't either go on it or, or sail through it, then you're in trouble. Yeah. That's why they're always cheaper. Exactly. Right. But, you know, one of the things that we learned quickly is obviously you're in cottage country, you know, so it's not like shopping in the city. You know, so sometimes you gotta, you can get some great local people up here, you know, some great experts. We've got some, a, a great guy called the Harry Potter who's made some pottery for us and stuff up in Halliburton. Like, incredible. So that's really good fun. You know, but when you're out shopping for furniture and stuff, you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to have to go to the city. What you have to do to keep the price down is go shopping. Like, mm-hmm. go for a week's shopping and put everything aside and then do all your deliveries in one. You will hire one truck one driver and he will go and pick up everything and swoop it up to you. You're not going to try and get 15 things delivered because it's going to cost you an absolute fortune. I mean, for a truck and two drivers, you're probably talking about 600 to $800, yes, right. you know, and so don't do it for one sofa. Or it's worth the investment because if you're up there and honestly, you wonder why there's so many trucks, pickup trucks. Well, maybe it's worthwhile actually investing in one. Just saying you boys are unbelievable wealth of knowledge. You know, it is something that you've done it. Your shows are fantastic because because we're getting to experience it with you. It's real. It's happening. And I think that's, well, you're infectious as well. I mean, let's be real. You're so much fun. But your business, you know, your business people, you are truly doing this and you've made a great living out of it. And more importantly, you're giving back by helping to educate others so that they can try and do it the right way as opposed to making costly mistakes, you know, because there's no wrong time to try. There's no wrong time to start. You've got people that are the empty nesters that say, okay, I've got a wad of cash. You know what? I'd like, I'd like to do this. You know, this is something yeah. I'd like to do with my kids or I just want to do this. I've always wanted to. There's no t- such thing as too late. You know, you always can do this. But I think the tips and advice that you provided, and there's lots of resources out there. There's lots of people that have done it and done so successfully. Those are the people you want to surround yourself with. 
But I think we're learning as well. You know, so we can go and talk to specialist builders, you know, the people who build log cabins or the people who can can do a solar paneling or whatever, you know, and it's great to go and speak to these people. So if you're in the market to buy a cottage, why not, you know, go to an exhibition like Cottage Life and talk to people? How much does that cost? What is a septic system? What, how much do they cost? How many toilets can you ask? A million practical questions. Get yourself a wad of information and read, read, read. Knowledge is power. Power, Thanks. absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Love you both. You're fantastic. Indeed. Cheers. Big hugs. Bye. <laughs> wow, that went by fast. Well, thanks to Colin and Justin and, of course, Jim Carrick. And remember, everybody, if you love social media, Twitter, Real Talk Show, and for Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, The Real Estate Talk Show. And, of course, if you have a question or you can reach out to us at 844-ASK-RETS, that's 844-ASK-RETS, and visit our website, realestatetalkshow.ca. Until next time, have a great weekend, everyone.